coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 229. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. How you doing? We're doing great. How great. about you? Smoked right out. Yeah. 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 Are you, are you guys done up there yet? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it was a north wind uh, the last few days, and it rained overnight, and it's still just as smoky. So you're really just California's rotisserie up there? Uh, I guess Oregon, too. Yeah, I, I don't know really what... I guess maybe it's drifting out over the ocean and it's blowing it our way, but um, most of BC is under smoke right now. Uh, it's about six times what is the safe levels for toxins in your air. <laughs> so you might be wearing the masks for smoke. Yeah. Um, that might even be more effective than the mask for the corona. For corona, yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow, well, be <laughs> safe up there. Yeah. For sure. Um, we keep talking about vaccines. Okay. Okay. And uh, Pfizer came out yesterday and said, you know what? I think we're going to have it ready here in a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. We could be shooting people in the arm by the end of the year. Wow. They're in stage three. They got a couple more weeks. Wow! Just if just, nothing crazy happens. Just think of the ready. production. Like they would have to make hundreds of millions of doses. Yeah. Well, right now the the president says the first one of the big three, he will buy a hundred million doses. He's got Ooh. the money already allocated. Wow. So holy! Um, and I'm pretty sure they're going to want that money. Yeah. yeah. And well, yeah. actually, I think he will also give it to all three of them um, yeah. as they finish because we have 330 million people. And so, because there's three at 100 million, it makes me think that they think it's going to take all three companies to get the United States what they need. We didn't jump on board the whole bandwagon like. Uh, Trudeau did and just buy them all from China. <laughs> yeah. Six months ago. Yeah, he'll he'll be hanging on to my portion for a long time. Yeah, I don't blame you. So it's crazy and it's an election year and everybody is, you know, everything takes on new meaning in election year. Oh, you bet. So, you know, you got on one hand, everybody's saying, oh, they're just going to say they got the vaccine ready because that'll get Trump elected. Well, okay, but what if it really is ready? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody ever thinks of that. Yeah. Well, the second problem for the Democrats is the Durham report. Now, the Durham report is the um, investigator that... Um, Attorney General Barr put on the case, it seems like forever ago, I think it was about a year and a half ago. So he's been investigating the FBI and the DOJ under Obama that instigated Russian collusion. Remember that? Right, yeah. How can I forget? (laughs) Lindsey Graham, um, he's head of the Judicial Committee in the Senate, 
He is also the senator, the senior senator from South Carolina. He says in about 10 days, actually he said it last Thursday, he said two weeks to Sean Hannity. He said, this report's going to come out and there is going to be shock at how <laughs> corrupt this system was. Now, you know, these guys always are short of, are, are, you know, are some people going to go to jail? Well, they should. They should, but they never do. Yeah, true that. <laughs> and then uh, there's, you know, rumblings that an aide quick the Durham investigation because they said that she said that <laughs> she thought it was too close to the election and that they were just being pressured to put it out before they're ready, the actual report. So she quit. Now, of course, the other side, the Republicans say, well, she didn't quit because of that. She quit because she had a temporary job. The report's done, getting yeah. ready to be presented, so we don't need her anymore. Yeah. Who's telling the truth? Hell if I know. Yeah, that, that's gone through the spin, spin doctor for sure. Yeah. The good thing is, it'll be great TV. <laughs> Must see you know, TV. We don't, we don't have any, uh, well, very many shows to watch now. We haven't gotten into anything, so yeah. this could be our new soap opera. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but if you listen to his and hers, there's going to be lots of things to watch. Oh, right. Yeah, so um, that's coming up on, on our other show. Yeah, okay. we're already getting into fall season already. We, yeah, we are. We so blinked, TV should get a little better. Blinked and missed summer somehow. I know, this just wasn't really a summer, was it? No. Well, okay, Biden's got a lot more money than Trump. A little scary, okay? And so but, that Black Lives Matter money. Exactly, okay? Hillary had a boatload more money than Trump. He's still beer, right. okay, with the Electoral College, which is what we go by. So, you know, I'm tired of people talking about this popular vote. We don't do that, and we don't do it for a reason. Because if we went by the popular vote, no one would ever get elected outside of, you know, the coastlines. Right. They would either okay. be from New York or California. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it would be whoever they wanted. And we all know how that goes. Look at Gavin Newsom over there. But anyway, so, you know, Biden's got all these ads running. He's spending all this money on TV. And Trump pulled all his ads today off the TV. Oh. And now he's saying, no, we still got some ads. He does strategically have some on cable. Okay? Okay. But I think he just thinks the way people watch TV these days, it is more effective to spend it elsewhere. I know that a lot of businesses are not spending any money on TV anymore. Right. They're just spending it on the internet and internet related or, you know, maybe a few streaming services right? or strategic cable stations where, you know, they might have a customer base. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's really using his money wisely. When you've got Soros behind Biden, Trump, I don't think is ever going to really... He's never going to have more money than that. But. No, and when you think of it, he's not taking a wage. So how much do you actually blow of your own cash before it starts to impact your entire life because he's not getting paid as president? Exactly. Exactly. And they made him 
shut down. The family shut down a lot of businesses, and it's kind of weird. I had a I had a dream the other night that the family was beginning to show signs of cash straps. So it's kind of funny you mentioned that. Yeah, well, it's a lot of hotels, and what's happening to all hotels right now is they're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who wants to go to a hotel and wallow in somebody's possible COVID? Yeah, and there's been a lot of stories of, um, you know, people from out of state or out of province or out of country, actually, getting their cars keyed and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, got the riot situation, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, good point. Okay. We have often wondered, who is really running for president? Is it Kamala Harris or Joe Biden? I mean, Joe Biden, um, he has a, a teleprompter when he's questioned. The questions are private. sent to the teleprompter, or they're sent in, and then they're put up. The answers are put up on the teleprompter. Sometimes they've caught him having to him all around before the answers up, and it, it just stammers and. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. His aides are actually uh, recording the questions, typing the answers into the teleprompter, and answering them for candidate Biden. Well, so, let me ask you this. Are, is there a debate planned? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is one. Well, this um, should be it'll interesting. It'll be in about two weeks, yeah. and I think he'll get spanked, but Biden will get spanked by Trump. You know? Oh, there's, there's no doubt about that. He can't yeah. think on his feet. And yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people know that, that he is basically a puppet president. Exactly. And I think uh, Kamala Harris had a little fruity and slip yesterday. Oh. She actually referred to it as the Harris administration instead of the Biden administration. Wow. <laughs> okay. So I think that... Uh, you know. <coughs> and speaking of Uncle Joe... Where is his medical report? Now, we are two months out right. from the election. Where is his medical report? Trump had to produce one. A very good question. And why didn't it surface before he was the main nominee? Exactly. Because, I mean, wouldn't you want to know that? I mean, this is an important country. Unfortunately, we can't have someone that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. And we have the right to know. I mean, he might he might press the red button and and launch missiles when he just wants lunch. Exactly. <laughs> you hear him talk. That's about lunch instead of launch. About yeah, lunch instead of launch. <laughs> Very good one. Sleepy Joe might be asleep at the wheel, and we don't want that. No, no we don't. No, good question though. Okay, Trump is making peace in the Middle East, and these countries are jumping on board. Um, It is driving, I mean, Nancy said, yeah, he's ignoring ignoring COVID virus and paying attention to the Middle East. I mean, are you kidding me? How many decades have we wanted, begged, pleaded, and prayed for peace in the Middle East? Trump's finally doing it. Well... Good. So he says that Palestine will have to come on board because they're going to be sitting there by themselves. 
guests. This morning on Fox, uh, President Trump was talking about all the little countries that were jumping on board with this uh, peace accord. And he just flat out said, he said, Palestine has to do it. Because if not, they're going to be strung out there by themselves all alone, and they cannot afford that. So they're going to have to come to the table with the, you know, with Israel and, and all these other countries they have hated in the past. But they're going to have to do business together, or they will not be able to survive. They're going to be surrounded by all these countries that are in a pact against them. They. They can't afford to, to do that. They, right. they would be trapped. They can. Who are they going to trade with if they're not in the in the uh, uh, treaty with them? Right. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, uh -huh. I mean, by whatever means, peace is the definitely what you want, right? Well, you know, exactly. after we were talking to this morning, Grace and I, that you know. Everybody had tried this and that, you know, sometimes maybe it takes a businessman to go in there and negotiate a deal. Based on money instead of religion? Yeah. Right. right. You know, and everybody else has done it um, at a more emotional, religious sort of, you know. Yeah, this is good for, you know, one for all, all for one. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. So, it's yeah, very good. Okay, how about a little financial advice from none other than Mark Cuban? Cool. Um, the average credit card rate is 14.87. He says you're better off not to charge things or put them off in 30 days. Most people know that. 14.87% um, on credit cards, that is incredibly high. Right. I had no idea it was that high. Wow. Um, so we do not leave balances on cards because right. I thought it was high, but that's why. There's a reason why. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he says don't buy things you can't afford. Ooh. Wow, are you kidding me? Great idea. Yeah, except I, I have already done that. <laughs> well, that's next year's resolution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now this, is, this one's surprising a little bit. He says... Save enough for a year's expenses, then invest. But he says build a nest egg that will make you get through a year. And I think that's because, you know, they used to say three months. In COVID, we saw that um, particularly businesses, chains. Right. They didn't have 30 days built up. Yeah. Mom and, I... and pop stores actually had more resilience to this than chains. Yeah. I, I think it's a very small percentage of people out there, whether they have a corporation or a small business or just personal, has the ability to save a year's expenses. Yeah, yeah. Well, it may be a little late in the problems to do that. But I do, I do think it's a good idea. I see it. Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you can do it or not. Okay. He says, learn to negotiate. He said, if you're going to take a yoga class, for example... And they want to charge you 30 bucks. So you look at them and you say, I got 20. Can I take the class or not? He says, negotiate everything. Huh. All they can do is say no. Wow. I like that. I like it. I like it a lot. I would have never thought about going to the 
a situation like that and saying, sucks, hey. Sucks to be uh, Mark Cuban's yoga teacher. <laughs> yeah, it really does. He's got a 20 in his pocket, nothing else. Yeah. Um, you know, he says buy in bulk. The things you use a lot of, like toilet paper, toothpaste, shampoo. Um, he said over the course of the year, the average family will save $2,000. Whoa. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of do do that. We stock up on stuff that's on sale. Yeah, we do that. So, and we buy a lot of that Amazon big packs of stuff. Um, so that saves. So um, that's the advice from Mark Cuban. Cool. Okay, Good. a little bad news for Brant, Prince Andrew. Um, <laughs> as his dad, Prince Philip, turns 100, there's going to be a lot of celebration. Wow. He just had to cut his son, Prince Andrew, from the guest list because Prince Andrew was so involved in the Epstein um, right. child sex ring right. that he can't even have his son at his celebrations. Wow. He said it was about maintaining the throne. That's how big his verbiage was. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, how deep is he then? How deep in is he? Mm -hmm. That's a little scary. That makes me think that we're going to find out some stuff that's going to Oh, I think so. Cringe. Wait till she starts yapping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because she's going to yap because she's also going to play the victim. Yeah. Uh, according to um, the last article I read about it. Yeah. Okay, de, de Blasio, the, the mayor of New York City. Oh, boy. That's he just canceled the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade because COVID, you know, they don't want people gathering together, yeah. but yet he's encouraging protesters <laughs> to of gather. Of course he is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, how insane is that? Yeah. Big Bird, Big Bird does it again. Yeah, and you know what? We like Chick Fil A a lot. I, I, I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's good. It's well, tasty. We don't have them in Canada, so I've well, never actually had one. You really need them. It's very really good. Really good. good. Anyway, Chick Fil A wanted to park a Chick Fil A in the San Antonio airport. Well, a group was so upset about it that. Um, they protested, and eventually the airport goes, oh, you can't put it there. The protesters said that Chick-fil-A was unfair to LGBTQ. Huh, okay. Now, that's arguable. I don't know. I mean, the, the owner of Chick-fil-A believes that marriage should be between a man and a woman. I'm not saying it should be, okay? Right. I'm just saying that's what the man believes. I think he has the right to believe that. You know, I believe that you should marry whoever you want. I don't. But anyway, that's what they're using against him. So they take it to court. Okay? And the court says, no way. You you can put a, you can't use that against him. Okay? You can put the Chick-fil-A in the San Antonio airport. Okay? Uh -huh. So you're going, great. When we go to San Antonio, we're going to get Chick-fil-A. Well, now Chick-fil-A says... I don't think we want to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a yeah. good one, see? Yeah. So. Well, they they just did it to set a precedent. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I give uh, them kudos. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, Chick-fil-A does not have beer with their Chick-fil-A sandwiches. But see, what you do is you drive through the window, you come <laughs> home, you and you get a can of beer. But, oh, my gosh, you can't get a can of beer because we have no aluminum down here. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that's changed as of today, I think, because uh, tariffs on Canadian aluminum have been lifted. So your beer cans are on their way. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I'm not sure what um, was really behind that aluminum tariff, but uh, it certainly didn't seem to be good for anybody. Yeah, apparently not. And when you start, you know, making it hard for people to get beer, you don't want to live near them. Yeah, yeah. And they can't produce enough bottled beer. Well, here bottled beer is really expensive. It is. It's expensive. Yeah, here, here you pay is. more too. Yeah. Well, well what's a uh, what's a twelve pack worth there? Oh, Bottles anywhere from twelve to fifteen bucks, depending yeah. on the I think, in a can. No glass and can. Oh, glass. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, with the exchange rate, I guess it's on par with us because we're about twenty bucks. So, yeah. Yeah, that's probably about right, isn't it? Yep, I agree. But, yep, but we don't always agree, but we can agree about beer, huh? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll drink to that. Yeah, <laughs> life's a journey, and we're all in it together. Stay safe out there. Godspeed to our listeners. Godspeed to you, Connor. Thanks Good. for listening. Godspeed you too, and everybody, thanks for listening. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>